tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera Pero este Comenzará en tu mente ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado Para vivir Tu nueva aventura Nueva Ram 1500 Hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC Good evening and welcome to Business Live. In the next 30 minutes, Economist uh, Intelligence Unit warns Ghana's official creditor committee could reject debt restructuring terms by private creditors. Caution from International Monetary Fund to Ghana to stick to program guidelines is a subtle way of alerting government against fiscal slippages in 2024 election year. We will hear from economist Dr. Theo Echampon. And the caution from the IMF and Fortan Director is really to, to the point that we have seen historically some of these slippages even under an IMF program, especially with the pressure that comes with the election and then the temptation to overspend. Talo Oil PLC and joins venture partners to take a drilling break in Ghana later in 2024. We will tell you why. These are many more on today's edition of Business Live with me, Emma Davis. Welcome, let's settle for the details. The Economist Intelligence Unit, EIU, is warning Ghana that 
its official creditor committee could reject debt restructuring terms by private creditors. According to the UK-based firm, the situation could be similar to what Zambia encountered, which delayed its agreement with private creditors and consequently affected its debt restructuring program. Ghana is hoping to reach a debt restructuring deal with its commercial creditors by the middle of this year. Benedict Craven is a principal economist for Middle East and North Africa. One of the things that will probably set a nice precedent is there's a broad agreement about who gets classified as an official versus a commercial creditor. But one of the issues that's cropped up in the G20 Common Framework is that even if you get a deal among those official creditors who get classified as official creditors, um, there's no guarantee that there'll be a comparability of treatment that's acceptable to private creditors and vice versa. So in Zambia's case, private creditors have come up with a deal and that's been rejected by official creditors. The two aren't in the same room. They're not talking in the same committees. And it's issues like these that really need ironing out in the common framework. And that's going to be a slow process every time creditors are confronted with a different debt pile from a different uh, sovereign. Political risk analyst and economics Dr. Thiwe Champong is of the view that the International Monetary Fund's alert to Ghana to stick to program guidelines is a subtle way of drawing government's attention to fiscal slippages in an election year. He argued that the IMF may be guided by previous situations where Ghana experienced budget overruns in election years due to pressures. Addressing the press in Washington, D.C. yesterday, the director of African Regional Department at the IMF, Abebe Selassie, said it is really important for Ghana to be able to implement the program fully. Dr. Echampon said a lot must be done to prevent the country from missing key targets. It's largely on account of the fact that, especially um, in election years, we've seen major um, slippages in the country, both on the fiscal front and the, on the monetary front. And in fact, in our last program that we um, entered into in 2016, and that was also an election year, uh, we could not meet a number of the benchmarks, and therefore we had to even extend the program by uh, another year and some months uh, until 2019. So the, the caution from the IMF my important director is really to, to the point that we have seen historically some of these slippages even under an IMF program, especially with the pressure that comes with the election and then the temptation to overspend. We went to the IMF with a program, and the program that we sent to uh, under the PCPEG, the post-COVID program for economic recovery, had a number of things that we said we were going to do on the revenue side and then also on the expenditure side. Nobody disputes the fact that you've got to um, raise the revenue threshold from about 13 to about 18 or so percent of GDP as compared to our peers. The, the challenge has to be where are you going to bring those monies from? And the proposal, particularly with the VAT on electricity, um, suffers from, from two issues. The P1 being really the, the timing of, of that act introduction. Uh, given again, we've got an election year, but you also have a lot of households that have been struggling for the last two years with cost of living and inflation. And given again that, you know, if you look at the household consumption expenditure, aside um, food and transport, 
and others, you know, bills or electricity bills are one of the big aspects of it. Then we begin to see why there's a bit of a pushback from um, citizens and then from labor for the government to at least temporarily scrap or to hold onto that tax, you know, uh, for now, because it could actually further fuel or drive, um, you know, uh, the, the inflation that we have been seeing starting to come down in, in the last couple of, of months. Former Finance Minister Seth Tepe has attributed the recent improvement in Ghana's economic fundamentals to the Bank of Ghana's zero financing of the government's budget. He believes this has been a major loophole in the nation's budget for several decades and needs to be resolved. Speaking to Joy Business, Mr. Tepe said the economy is far from recovery and therefore wants the government to be efficient in spending to keep the fiscal economy stable. Here's more. Despite a tough global climate, the IMF believes Ghana's recent reforms are making a difference with the economy showing signs of stabilization. However, the former finance minister said Tekwe in an interview with Joy Business cautions that full recovery is still distant. No, that such high was reached because of the central bank deficit financing. So, the fact that the central bank has stopped or has been stopped <laughs> from deficit financing to move towards zero you know, financing of the budget. Obviously, we will bring some discipline to the fiscal, which was being financed. Right? And therefore, you expect some definite improvement you know, uh, of that financing being because it's monetization, as is described, a part of the problem of inflation. All governments, single digits, you know, every government has aimed to be, you know, you are now hovering, you know, between 2013, you know, and uh, so that itself is so, that itself is a worry, in spite of you making, you know, some progress. While acknowledging some progress, Tekwe expressed concerns about the proposed emission tax, arguing it overlaps with existing excise duties on vehicles, creating double taxation and potentially leading to tax evasion. Within our pillars of taxation, just like the VAT, which we are creating many levies and arrests, mm -hmm. is an emission, our punitive tax under our excise regime. And I think if there's reason to impose additional, I think we should be clear that it's probably for revenue reasons because it's a punitive and, and you even pay penalties when a vehicle is above 10 years, they used to be confiscated if you remember yeah, so we do have you know, so the more we duplicate, you know, these things with the expectation of raising more revenue you go into one major risk intersection, which is the higher the tax burden, the higher your tax evasion and avoidance Emissions Levy Act imposes a levy of 100 Ghana city per ton on carbon dioxide equivalent emissions. A little longer on the economy, renewed corporate demand pressures saw the city losing value to the dollar last week, increasing its year-to-date loss to about 2.5%. This is despite the Bank of Ghana's foreign exchange intervention. There was more in this report. The...
Bank of Ghana sold $7 million on the sports market and auctioned $20 million to the bulk oil distribution companies in the forward forex auction. However, the local currency could not hold its ground against the American greenback. It's lost 0.6% week-on-week to the dollar to settle U.S. dollar debt obligations and agricultural sector for seasonal restocking. The CD also shed 0.64% week-on-week versus the pound, but remained stable against the euro on the retail market. Analysts expect the CD to be relatively stable this week and during the Chinese holidays, that will span from 9th February to 15th February. They believe corporate foreign exchange demand will be lower this week as importers have generally restocked in anticipation of the upcoming Chinese holidays. To the energy sector, Talo Oil PLC and its joint venture partners intend to take a drilling break in Ghana later in 2024 while it sustains existing production at Jubilee and 10. Drilling is, however, expected to resume in 2025, and the procurement process for a new rig commence in 2024. Here's more. The company revealed its statement in advance of the group's 2023 full-year results scheduled to be announced on March 6th that five Jubilee wells are expected to come on stream in 2024. This will conclude the activity planned at the start of the drilling program approximately six months ahead of schedule with excellent drilling performance. Commenting Rahul Da, chief executive officer of Talo, said continued delivery of its business plan in 2023 resulted in a major inflection point as it moved from a period of investment focus to delivery of free cash flow growth. It is, however, on track to deliver $600 million free cash flow over the next two years to achieve its stated targets. On the outlook, the firm intends to produce between 62,000 and 68,000 cubic feet of gas. Let's get on Zoom and engage energy strategist, who is also the CEO of Eureka Energy, Dr. Yusif Suleimana. Dr. Te- uh, thank you very much for your time. Is this development a normal procedure in the upstream sector, and what is it intended to achieve? West and down and across the globe. Yeah, so um, indeed, that's very normal in, in the industry. Um, um, why it's normal is 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 due to the fact that um, whenever you pick, a, I mean, a, a drilling break, you have to re-strategize and come back. And so it is refreshing to uh, notice that I mean they've indicated that in 2025 they will come back. And Talo, 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 for instance, um, if you notice, they've been doing a lot of drilling campaign in the course of the year. And so uh, they always say that. Um, 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 too much work with that, you know, some rest, I think, is, is sometimes, something, sometimes not good. But why sometimes uh, news such, such as those uh, do send rippling effects in, in our part of the world is the fact that, you know, if you notice, Talo has been a key player in the Ghana upstream. And so they, are, they have been our major player, contributing more than 80% at least to the total production portfolio. So if such a person is announcing a break in the drilling activity, I mean, uh, people. Sometimes people are, are, are do, do become worried, but of course, um, um, uh, Ghana remains uh, one of uh, Thailand's producing asset, 
I mean, the most producing asset in Thailand portfolio. And so, and the plan they put in place for Ghana is a very robust one. And and so I, I think that it's a strategic break. It's not a break. If it was, if this break was as a result of the fact that maybe a technical issue, then that should have been where we have a cause to be worried. But I think it's a strategic break. And the, and the fact that they also mentioned they'll be coming back in 2025, that is highly refreshing. So that is very normal in the industry to take yeah. a break, re-strategize, and come back. Yeah. Could it affect oil production projection for the year? Hence, also affect revenue uh, forecast. Um, not at all. I don't think it's, it's going to do that. Uh, if I if if I understand, um, I am. I, I followed their release, and uh, in recent times, I noticed that they have had a plan, a drilling program, and that drilling program is supposed to end. So, if you look at the plan, the time they're trying to take the pay, it is the time that the, the planned drilling program is supposed to end. And bear in mind, they've about seven wells, oil producers, and uh, water injectors together, you know, and that is so huge. And so with the fact that over the years they've been doing this drilling, and in the oil and gas industry, I mean, you drill and then you expect to see the result. So it is that time now even they're going to see the, how much cash flow they can maximize from the drilling that they've been doing. And so the expectation is that if the wells that have been drilled, the seven wells that have been drilled, they are able to operate and opt, operate optimally as per what is, pro, uh, what is forecast or as per the design requirement, then, I mean, that shouldn't affect any oil production in Ghana at all. If in any case, it should rather boost, it should help them to maintain the plateau that they have or elongate the plateau that they have. But for it to affect oil production in Ghana, no, I don't think, unless the wells all of a sudden suddenly don't perform as, as expected. And, uh, but as from the data that we are seeing, churning out from the wells that have been drilled so far, I think they look promising. And if you notice, uh, uh, mid last year, I mean, um, something big happened on their front. That was the coming in of GSC, Jubilee, you know, Southeast project. That has catapulted Talu production, especially in that field, to more than 100,000 barrels of oil per stream day. That is huge. Emma, I was expecting by now, Ghana should have been producing half a million barrels. We are not there yet. But hopefully, uh, with this drilling campaign ongoing, they stay the course and the wells perform as expected. I think we should be coming back to uh, to the grand jewel status as, as 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 forecasted. But whether it will affect production or no, it will not. I don't think it's going to affect oil production in Ghana. Yeah. But how often would you say these exercises occur in the in the industry? Yeah, so it occurs based on plan. Um, uh, it depends on your capacity. If you are able to drill, if you have a portfolio that you can drill throughout the year. And I would have been expecting that as a player within the industry, I would have been expecting that Talos shouldn't take a break. <laughs> they should keep drilling, you know, at this many time to churn up oil. Because I'm saying that because this is a time that oil is, uh, the upstream is booming. Uh, Albert, uh, we still have some challenges uh, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, some of the geopolitical influences that are trickling within the upstream. But then we still have oil production. I mean, oil being sold around $80 per barrel. It's slipped below 80 a little bit, but um, 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 it's normal within the industry. So I will say that um, that, should be the, that should have been the time for them to continue drilling. But like I mentioned, I think it's as per their program. And the fact that they want to come back in 2025, I think it's a good thing to do, especially if they want to strategize the understanding that they want to renegotiate and have some risks coming back. And that's a strategic break uh, from, from, from what I understand. And so if they take a strategic break, I think it's only going to impact their production positively, but not negatively, uh, Emma. Mm. Doc, before you go, how crucial is the initial gas uh, commercialization agreement between 
uh, government of Ghana and Talo, how crucial is it to their cash flow? Yeah, so I think it's a huge um, uh, for both parties. I'm saying that because um, our understanding is that it's going to deliver an additional cash flow of about $30 million you know, to Talo. And then on the other, on the other part of uh, on our part, Ghana for sure, you know, uh, uh, we have something called uh, foundation gas that had are, that are gotten finished uh, where Talo was delivering gas to Ghana for free. Now that gas is finished, it has to be commercialized. So uh, the fact that we have an agreement, an interim agreement that will deliver some cash flow to our, 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 our NOC, I think that's a good thing. On the other side, technically, uh, Emma is very crucial because um, if you have your reservoir and it's saturated with gas, and you don't have opportunity to displace the gas, it's going to impact your oil production. And we had that 2019. So I'm pleased that uh, some agreement is coming. And the other positive thing is that Ghana needs a lot of gas. Uh, you understand our power situation in Ghana. Um, um, we need gas, more gas within the stream. And so the fact that we have potential, we can have multiple gas streams coming to the stream to show up our power generation, I think it's a win-win situation for both Ghana and then the IOC. And then the fact that is going to add more revenue to Talo. Remember, any revenue that is added to Talo, it will increase the amount of tax they are going to pay at the end of the day to the government of Ghana. So, in all, all in all, if you look at it from both sides, I think it's a positive development for uh, the host nation Ghana and then for the IOC Talo in this case and all the partners. Mm, thank you very much, Doc. Dr. Yusuf Suleimana is an energy strategist and CEO of Eureka Energy. You're still watching Business Life with me, Emma Davis. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Across Africa, a new era has begun. Shifting our focus to a new horizon, connecting us with the one purpose to create and share opportunities to grow. tomorrow, built by our dreams and our energy. Across our continent, across the world, we are creating a better way to a better future. A pan-African future, together. Ecobank, a better way, a better Africa. Welcome, thanks for staying. The Public Interest and Accountability Committee, PIAC, is appealing to the public to develop interest in the management of petroleum resources in the country. According to the committee, this will help in finding a lasting solution to the anticipated resource curse which, may, which many oil-producing countries are experiencing. Speaking at the launch of the Citizens' Version of PF Reports in Accra, Chairperson of the Committee, Professor Elizabeth Shandoff, urged members of the public to study its report and ask critical questions. Here's more. The Citizens' Version is part of efforts to provide citizens with relevant information on how petroleum revenues have been managed and utilized in a simplified manner. The Citizens' Version is very comprehensive and provides all the information 
captured in PIAC's statutory reports using infographs. Chairperson of the Public Interest and Accountability Committee, PIAC, Professor Elizabeth Adifio Shandov, urged citizens to take critical interest in discussions concerning the management of Ghana's petroleum resources. The media, the citizens, any person of interest can download the information from the site. So I will encourage you all, the media and the distinguished um, ladies and gentlemen who are here, to visit their website to study more about uh, the management and use of petroleum resources. And then critique it, ask questions, start dialogue, which others will also join. And if you have any issues or questions to PIAC, you can also uh, post it there, and we can get the dialogue going. Former chairman of PIAC, Dr. Steve Mantel, applauded the efforts of the committee in developing the report, but asked for further analysis on key issues to give a better understanding of the sector. That the committee could do us a bit more favor going forward by providing a bit more context in terms of what the data disclosed in this report. I mean, this report means, for instance, you observe from the report that from 2019 to 2022, petroleum production has been on decline. What this means, not many of us can tell, but it could be that from 2019 to 2022, it could be the result of uh, COVID-19 pandemic and its disruption to global supply, supply chains, which affected oil production. But it could also be as a result of energy transition and the lack of investments globally into fossil fuel uh, projects. The launch of the citizens report is to promote transparency and accountability in the industry. The Ministry of Environment, Science, Technology and Innovation says it is introducing a legislation for an extended producer responsibility scheme to guide the production of recyclable plastics in the country. According to the Sector Minister, Dr. Kwekwefuye, the legislation will compel industries to produce plastics that are recyclable to ensure the sustainability of the environment. He spoke at a media launch by Guinness Ghana Limited to introduce its new clear plastic bottles. Ghana's leading beverage business, Guinness Ghana, has announced it has moved the refreshing and vitamin-boosted malt drink, Mortar Guinness, from a brown plastic bottle to a clear bottle. The company also indicated that its non-alcoholic drink, Alvaro, is moving from a green plastic bottle to a clear plastic bottle. Speaking at the launch, the minister... Environment, Science, Technology and Innovation, Dr. Kweku Efriye commended Guinness Ghana for leading the charge towards a more sustainable environment, adding that government is introducing a legislation to compel other companies to use recyclable plastic. Mercy is drafting a legislation for extended producer responsibility schemes. Yeah, this part of it. But we think that this will compel companies that introduced plastic packaging products into a market to assume responsibility for the collection and recycling of the plastic waste. Guinness should not be troubled. You are in hand in gloves with mess. It's not 
good to go and then pass legislation for fanfare and enforcement and be running down industries. No, we will take our time, but at this time, we will make sure that industry complies. In addition to the Air Force, as a member of the Guinness Ghana Breweries has taken significant steps to manage one of our pillars and one of their pillars of their 10-year global program to help create a more inclusive, sustainable world. And this is their Society 2030 Spirit of Progress project, which is aimed at tackling plastic waste and pollution. Corporate Relations Director of Guinness Ghana, Sylvia Owusu Ankuma, said the move is to help ensure a sustainable environment and also promote local producers of the raw materials used in the production of plastics. The main difference is that Malta Guinness from a brown bottle is now packaged in a clear bottle. Um, same for Alvaro, which was in a green bottle, is now being packaged in a clear bottle. At Guinness Ghana, one of our key... Uh, strategies is also to ensure local sourcing uh, and as part of transitioning our packages to um, recyclable materials we have worked with local companies to ensure that we can source our um, plastic pellets locally so we're doing that um, through local sourcing uh, using companies based here in Ghana who are recycling plastic for use for manufacturers. The company also indicated that the change in the plastic bottles will not affect affect the content of the product and its prices. That will be all for today's edition of Business Live with me, Emma Davis. For more business news, do log on to myjoyonline.com. And some great stories there for you to follow up on. Emissions levy is essentially double taxation. Tepe. Do visit the portal and be updated. Have a good evening. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.